So this is a, another difficult question. A lady is qualified. She has a, a good devotional qualities. She is you know, active in, this, in doing service for Krishna. And she has a desire. But still, somehow or other, uh, Krishna is not giving her... She's not getting opportunity for family life. So how we can understand that? Krishna doesn't care about his devotees or something like that. What is the answer? So first point that we should understand is that one, there is a God. No, Krishna is God. Uh, two, God is in control and he is all-powerful. And three, Krishna loves his devotees and he does you know, what is best for them. So if we accept these three points, so first of all, there is a God, okay, Krishna is there, there is a God, not only there is a God, but this God is all-powerful. So, if Krishna wants someone to get married, you know, he can produce, you know, millions and trillions of husbands, perfect, qualified, so this person can become married and, and be happy and so on. But maybe for this particular person, this situation will not be the best, somehow or other. Maybe it will be good situation, but maybe it not it could it will not be the best for his spiritual life. My Guru Maharaj tells me tells frequently this example that when you ask Krishna something, Krishna never says no. Or he says yes and he just gives whatever you have. Sometimes he says okay, but later I need to prepare you for that. And sometimes Krishna says, I have a better idea. And he gives you something that is better than what you asked him. So that's one point that we, all, we should always have very strong faith. That Krishna, not only Krishna is in control, but he loves his devotees. Which means that Krishna always gives what is best for us. And what is best for us... It's not always what is best or what is more comfortable for us materially, but especially he gives what is best for us spiritually because he wants our eternal benefit. Uh, you know, uh, we talk a lot about family life, about Dharma, you know, all these things, but this is all temporary. Even Dharma is temporary, what you say about family life. That's why Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Sarva Dharma Parichaja, Maikansaranam Vraja. Because we follow Dharma as a uh, platform from which we can have a pious life and we can you know, become purified and we can follow a spiritual life with a peaceful mind. Because Prabhupada explains like that, that a sinful person can't approach God. But ultimately, uh, the point is not about Dharma, it's about serving Krishna, it's about developing love for Krishna. So Dharma is just a tool to achieve that, that's not what is really important. Important is what uh, you want to achieve a true that that is love for Krishna, just like a stair. Uh, a stair is a tool, no, you, you want to use the stair to reach some, somewhere. Uh, if you just you know, sit in the middle of the stair and stay there for you know, all eternity, it's not a very good productive thing. You need to go through the stairs because you, know, you can't get you know, to the second floor without going through the stair. 
So you need to pass there, but the stair is not important. The important is the destination that you want to reach through the stair. So similarly, uh, you know, we perform our different duties as, uh, you know, in different situations in life and so on. But the main point, you know, we shouldn't get too attached to this idea of the duty or the position that we are. We should get attached. We should understand that ultimately the goal is to reach Krishna, to reach this state of consciousness where we can just love Krishna and serve Him. Because this consciousness is going to bring us to the spiritual world where we are going to have you no know, eternal benefit. So everything we do in this world is just a preparation for that. But our goal is not to stay here doing these activities. Our goal is to reach uh, the spiritual world and cultivate their or eternal position or eternal uh, relationship with Krishna. So Krishna is called Hari. And Hari means the one that takes away. So Krishna is very expert in taking away uh, his devotees' uh, materi material possessions. <laughs> because he wants the devotees to become attached to him and to trust him, not to trust all the fallible soldiers of this material world. So that's why Hindus, for example, generally they are kind of afraid to worship Krishna. Krishna is not so popular <laughs> amongst Hindus because they fear that oh, if I start worshiping Krishna, Krishna is going to take away my money, my family, my house, you know, all these different things that they are attached to. And that's true, you know, that's frequently what happens. You know, you see that a lot of times devotees, they face very difficult uh, situations in life. No, they don't live in very comfortable conditions and so on. Uh, no, they, they can't get married, or if they get married, there are no difficulties in the marriage, and, and no, there is need of money, there are so many things. Because Krishna is taking away these things because he's preparing these devotees to go back to Godhead. What we would prefer? We would, to, we would prefer to stay in this world in a very comfortable position with you no know, very good husband, very good wife, very good house and so on, but stay here perpetually or we would prefer to go back to Godhead. Right? Of course, we know what would be the answer. So that's the point. You know? Krishna is giving us what is best not for us to be, help, to be happy here, but what is, uh, what is useful for us to become attached to Him. Because uh, for a materialist, when, there, when he doesn't have anything, he's just going to become crazy, right? He's going to want to chase all these things and so on. And he's going to envy other persons and so on. So he may just become crazy. But when a devotee, when he doesn't have anything else, uh, one doesn't have any family members, doesn't have money and so on, uh, to who this devotee become attached? He becomes attached to Krishna because there is nothing to distract him. So there is a point that we need to understand that a lot of times Krishna does this kind of thing that you know, we just don't have anywhere to run because he wants us to turn to him. And then when we turn to him, then he gives us eternal benefit. So, and normally he doesn't do this with weak devotees, he does this with the most advanced, the most 
sincere devotees, the one the devotees that are really uh, dear to him. Because of course, if someone is not you no know, dear to him, why he will do go through all this trouble of bringing this person <laughs> closer to him? He will not care so much. But just but exactly when someone is dear to him, then he does all these kinds of things. Then he becomes Hari. He takes everything away, so we can become attached to him. We can you know forget about the about all the fallible soldiers of this material world and become attached to him and by becoming attached and by becoming attached to him then we get eternal benefit then we can go back to godhead and serve him eternally as his servant or maid servant so yeah that's a point that's one point that Prabhupada makes also about these fallible soldiers that he said that when we are when we are Know, together, we know we can help each other and so on. Uh, but when, in, but in the end of uh, one's life, then there is no point of getting help. He needs to fly his own airplane, right? Because when you are studying, you may have some colleagues, you may have teachers that are teaching you how to fly your plane and so on. But when you are there in the plane, you know, no one is going to be able to help you. Then you need to show what you learned. You need to fly your own plane. So we have so many experiences in this life, but uh, the uh, but in the end, when we are you now passing our final examination, then no no one can really help us. Then we need to fly our own plane. Then we need to show what we learned through our lives. So that's the point, you know, if someone uh, has the opportunity, you know, if a lady has opportunity of getting married, then, you know, it's a matter of choice. You can analyze, you know, which man is approaching her and, you know, decide if, you know, this man are you know, worth or not of being married, of becoming her husband. You know, she can select, she can choose, she can decide between getting married or waiting and so on. But if someone just doesn't have opportunity, then we should understand that that's an influence of Krishna. Now, Krishna have a better idea. He's not, not, not that he's saying no. It's just that Krishna have a better idea. So, you know, instead of giving one uh, some temporary husband that, you know, maybe it's going to be good, maybe it's going to be, to be bad, you know, nobody knows, Krishna is willing to give himself, you know, something much more valuable. So that's what I think, that's, I believe that's what we should meditate. So thank you very much. Aglaya Shishila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.